October 20th. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verses 1 through 25. Never speak harshly to an older man, but appeal to him respectfully, as though he were your own father. Talk to the younger men as you would to your own brothers. Treat the older women as you would your mother, and treat the younger women with all purity as your own sisters. The church should care for any widow who has no one else to care for her. But if she has children or grandchildren, their first responsibility is to show godliness at home and repay their parents by taking care of them. This is something that pleases God very much. But a woman who is a true widow, one who is truly alone in this world, has placed her hope in God. Night and day she asks God for help and spends much time in prayer. But the widow who lives only for pleasure is spiritually dead. Give these instructions to the church so that the widows you support will not be criticized. But those who won't care for their own relatives, especially those living in the same household, have denied what we believe. Such people are worse than unbelievers. A widow who is put on the list for support must be a woman who is at least 60 years old and was faithful to her husband. She must be well respected by everyone because of the good she has done. Has she brought up her children well? Has she been kind to strangers? Has she served other Christians humbly? Has she helped those who are in trouble? Has she always been ready to do good? The younger widows should not be on the list, because their physical desires will overpower their devotion to Christ, and they will want to remarry. Then they would be guilty of breaking their previous pledge. Besides, they are likely to become lazy and spend their time gossiping from house to house, getting into other people's business, and saying things they shouldn't. So I advise these younger widows to marry again, have children, and take care of their own homes. Then the enemy will not be able to say anything against them. For I am afraid that some of them have already gone astray and now follow Satan. If a Christian woman has relatives who are widows, she must take care of them and not put the responsibility on the church. Then the church can care for widows who are truly alone. Elders who do their work well should be paid well, especially those who work hard at both preaching and teaching. For the Scripture says, Do not keep an ox from eating as it treads out the grain. And in another place, those who work deserve their pay. Do not listen to complaints against an elder unless there are two or three witnesses to accuse him. Anyone who sins should be rebuked in front of the whole church so that others will have a proper fear of God. I solemnly command you, in the presence of God and Christ Jesus and the holy angels, to obey these instructions without taking sides or showing special favor to anyone. Never be in a hurry about appointing an elder. Do not participate in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure. Don't drink only water. You ought to drink a little wine for the sake of your stomach, because you are sick so often. Remember that some people lead sinful lives, and everyone knows they will be judged. But there are others whose sin will not be revealed until later. In the same way, everyone knows how much good some people do. 
but there are others whose good deeds won't be known until later. Good morning, everybody. This is Zach, Phase 4. Uh, this week on Transformation Radio, I want to speak on something I have trouble with at times, uh, and I'm sure you do as well. Uh, yesterday, we heard about listening to God's voice uh, and how we can start to listen and hear Him more. Uh, this week, you'll hear from men and women of the refuge and how God has been speaking to them. Right now, I want to share with you uh, a few ways I listen to God and the way the Bible tells us we can hear from Him. Quiet your heart. Quiet your mind, be as still as you can, spirit inside, you are alive, come to full attention. Uh, First, I want to say, God is God, and it doesn't change, and actually Malachi tells us uh, in his book, uh, Malachi chapter 3 verse 6, for I am the Lord. I do not change. Uh, Also in Hebrews, uh, where the unknown author tells us that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Which brings me to my next point. If we have heard from God before, um, then it didn't go away. We just stopped listening. My question for God a lot is, God, are you listening? His reply, no, Zach, are you listening? So right now, I want to share with you how God speaks to us, and these are just a few. Uh, I encourage you to seek out other ways you hear from God, uh, whether that be nature or music or prayer. Uh, I'm curious to hear how He is speaking to you. Quiet your heart, quiet your mind, be as still as you can, spirit inside. My first is through his word. In 2 Timothy 3.16 it says, All scripture is God breath and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. This is his story written for our lives to be lived righteously. To me this is the most important because John 1.1 says, In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. This clearly states the word is the truth, for he is the truth. So we can't go wrong if we read his word and allow him to speak to us through it. Second would be other believers. I'll tell you right now, if God can speak through a donkey, like in Numbers chapter 22 verse 28, then speaking through believers should be something that we see regularly. What I've learned through my brothers is a lot of the time being held accountable, something I don't agree with, but it is the truth. And I get upset because I know it's the truth. 
but I don't want to die to my flesh 100%. The flesh feels good, right? Did you know if you put a frog in cool water and slowly boil it, they don't even realize they are boiling to death? It's because to them it feels good until they eventually die. Well, every day, I don't listen to my brothers and sisters about things I may not want to hear. I'm just slowly allowing myself to boil. Now, uh, my third and final one is his spirit. In John 14, 17, uh, we are told from Jesus Christ himself, and I quote, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth. We all, as saved believers, have the Holy Spirit in us. We all know that feeling we get when we know we are doing something wrong and we have that guilt and shame afterwards. This allows us to recognize it the next time and convicts us. Or that feeling when you see that person crying and it says, go pray with them. But you justify it and say, you don't know them. Or they won't let you. So why try? Well, I'm here to tell you that that feeling is the Spirit of God. In Titus 1.16 says, They claim to know God, but their actions they deny Him. They are detestable, disobedient, and unfit for doing anything good. So the next time you get that feeling, act on it. Don't deny it. Another example is, have you ever been with a few people and all listening to the same message or sermon, but you all heard something different and took something different away from it? Well, that's because the Spirit speaks to us all in different ways. So we need to ask God to reveal Himself to us more and awaken our inner spirit so that we can listen more. He speaks to us daily, but we are the ones that do not listen. So I ask you to take a minute this morning and listen. Let's pray. Abba, we love you and are beyond grateful for all the love you bestow upon us every day. Awaken our minds and our hearts to your understanding and not our own. Open our eyes and our ears so we are able to recognize your voice when you speak. Allow us to search for you even in the chaos and noise. Reveal yourself to us. Amen. I love you all and let's just try